Well, let's do it. Okay, okay. <laughs> hello, hello. You are now tuned into the Sparks and Pores podcast. My name is Jaleesa Dove. I am the host and also the creator of this evolving project. Um, before we get started, just want to thank you, the listener, the audience, the motivation. Thank you so much for tuning in week after week. Thank you for your comments that you're making. Um, also, thank you for your ratings. Like, notice the other day, took some time to, you know, actually look and read through some things. Notice that somebody gave me five stars. I was like, yay, that's cool. So, you know, somebody out there is... They're rolling with the wave and riding it with me. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so we are here because there is a brand new episode, a brand new guest, and I'm excited, but I'm also nervous. I'm not even going to lie. Like usually I'm like, oh, you know, another episode. Yeah, let's get it. But like this time I was like, oh my gosh, I, like, you know, I mean, you're an awesome individual, you're doing oh, great man. things, um, so we have award-winning, you guys, um, award-winning director, writer, producer, uh, creator, yeah, yeah. you're doing your thing, wow. none other than Mr. Derek Lewis Gray, yeah. welcome. Hey, what's up, thank you, thank you, <laughs> it's exciting. Yes. I like your show, so oh. this is good stuff, this is good stuff. Thank you, I, yeah. I like your work. Right, oh, Thank you. Yes, yeah. you are, you know, doing some amazing things. Uh, yeah. You know, one of them being Toll Booth, the web series. Mm-hmm. And then you also have movies that yeah. you are working on as yeah. well. Yeah. So we are definitely going to talk about mm-hmm. all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, you know, the awards that you're winning, too. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, we got to give you your props, your yeah. roses while yeah. you are here. Right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but before we get started, like, let's get loosened up a little okay. bit okay. with the hot topics because they're always hot you know so here are the sparks um so impeachment uh the impeachment inquiry did you watch any of the hearings i've I've been very busy i've tried to get the wrap up on anderson cooper though i tried tried to get the i mean it's wow yeah (laughs) it's kind of like when they say he 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 is who we thought he was (laughs) that's that's all this is now whether or not it's gonna go that far i don't know but he he is who we thought he was. Yes, uh, we thought he was. So. Yeah, I um like luckily my job like I have a lot of downtime, mm-hmm. so I was able to you know like watch it and at right. least have it pulled up to hear it. But it was just just like everything that was coming out, and then the smear campaigns that they were doing. Yeah. Like I'm like y'all, you are ridiculous. Um, and then the fact that they like pulled up tweets for evidence. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like. <laughs> I mean, because he tweets so much. He is his biggest... Tweets, right. I mean, he is his biggest, worst enemy. (laughs) He got through the Mueller report. He could have just let that stuff slide. He could have just moved on with his life. But no, he just can't get in his own way. He he just cannot get in his own way. Yeah, and the and the crazy thing is that, like, you would think, like, with all that happened prior to... Right. You know, he would just be like, you know what? Let me actually use my Twitter for good, you know, say some nice things, but no. He just keeps going. He's like a mob boss, and Giuliani (laughs) is like his right-hand man. (laughs) Right. You know, get him, Bugsy. You know what I mean? It's like, ah, it's just a hot mess. It's crazy. But my new favorite quote, uh, shout out to uh, Mr. Congressman Schiff, or Chairman Schiff, I I should say. Mm. New favorite quote is, you are not recognized. Because that's what he kept saying to people. Yeah. Suspend it. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> that I did see. You were not recognized. Not like, recognized. yeah. So, right. um, I know SNL is going to be funny AF. Like, it's good, that's yeah. that's the only good thing this this Let's come up with. Yeah, yeah it's great uh, SNL skits. So. Right. So the impeachment inquiry is still happening. Um, so if you've been watching that, like, let's laugh about it because it's crazy. Yeah, better than The Apprentice. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, in uh, in sports, um, are you watching football right oh, now? Oh, yeah. The uh, Browns and Steelers. Oh, man. Crazy. Uh, yeah. Crazy. So um, at literally the dead end of the game, mm-hmm. um, Miles... Garrett right. yeah. decides to hit the uh, the Steelers quarterback. I forget his last no, name. Rudolph. Rudolph. Yeah, yeah there Rudolph. it is. Yeah. Rudolph. It takes off his helmet, hits him in the head with the helmet. Yeah. Like takes off his own helmet. The takes off Rudolph's helmet. Rudolph's right? helmet. Yeah, yes. Takes off Rudolph's helmet, and then like. Literally, y'all, there's, like, three seconds left in the game, and the Browns have won the game. Like, it's, like, 21-7. to 7, Like, mm. literally, like, a blowout. And mm. it's, like, why are you doing this? Yeah. So, because of this, he has now been suspended for the rest, rest of the season. Yeah. And I think this is, like, yeah. this is the best the Browns have done. <laughs> right. Overshadowed by this brawl when you're winning. When you're winning. Right. Mm. So, that is just, like, so crazy. And that yeah. is just... I mean, like, I know, like, in the heat of the moment, and it's, like, sports and all of that, but it's even still, like, come on, dog. Like, right. think. D- think, yeah. Think. Think. Yeah. So, so yeah, so that's crazy. <laughs> so, he he will be thinking on the bench. Right. Yeah, he'll <laughs> be thinking very long and hard about his actions. Exactly. About his actions. He has a lot of thinking to do. Yeah. Um, shout out to John Legend, who has been claimed people's <laughs> sexiest man alive. You're laughing. What? I mean, you know. He gives me hope. He, you know what? I shouldn't be laughing because that gives me hope. That you can do it. Yeah, because I grew up, it was the Dizels and the Washington of the world. When I got older, it was the uh, Idris Elbas, and now we got John Legend. So it's like, you know what? Us average-looking dudes, we got <laughs> we can be on people, too. So right. I, I shouldn't hate. This is you, actually a good thing. You can do it. Yes, yeah. but I, I think it's cool. Like, when I saw it, I was like, John Legend. Okay. Hmm. All right. I see where you're going with this. Okay. But he's like, I don't know. Like, it seems like it would be cool just to be, like, to kick it with him. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, he seems like a really cool, chill, laid-back guy. And maybe that's what it's about. Through Instagram, I guess. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's what it's about. <laughs> Personality goes along with I mean, Jay-Z yes. got Beyonce. That's okay. all. That's all. We can, you know, that's, that's there, it. There it is. You know? There it is. Personality. And he- Confidence, it goes a long way. Definitely. And then John Lesnar has Chrissy Teigen. You know, they have beautiful kids. So it's, yeah. it's, it's great. Right. It's great. Right. great. It's great. <laughs> 2019, People Ooh. Magazine, Sexies Man Live. Um, so when's the last time you watched Netflix? <laughs> oh, what's on Netflix? Because, <laughs> oh, yeah. For, well, apparently, supposedly we're supposed to be boycotting anyway. Again? So Monique, yeah. Uh, still she, from she, the last she, one or the current one? <laughs> Cause I heard she, she, boy, she, she filed a, a suit against yeah. them. You know, this is how she filed a, file a suit. Yeah, discrimination lawsuit. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, this all started from being offered $500,000 to do a one-hour comedy special. Now, mm. I will say this. I love Monique from the Parkers. Yeah. I love her on the Parkers. Yeah. Her stand-up stuff, not, not like so a much. big fan of it. Yeah. So, like, 500 okay, maybe you could have negotiated a bit, but I think that's okay. hmm Just because, like, she hasn't really been around. We right. haven't seen her for a while. And where she left off, I mean, yes, she is an Academy Award-winning actress. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Right. But, like, 
you didn't win it during a comedy set. You you like you won it during Precious, which was a drama movie. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just kind of like, eh. Eh. Uh, I don't. Uh, she. Uh, I mean, what do you think? I mean, because I mean. Oh. I got beat up a lot on the Instagram. Oh, it was a year ago, a year and a half ago, two, almost two years ago. Uh-huh. When, when the first time, <laughs> the, first had, boy boy, the first boycott. Um, <laughs> but this is the way I look at it. There's mm-hmm. nothing taken away from her past and all of that. But it's normally you're as hot as you are in the moment. Mm-hmm. And for me, true. I, this is just for me. We're looking at consistency as well. Mm-hmm. Either you're hot in the moment and you don't get that payday, mm-hmm. or you're consistently hot. Right. Unfortunately, fortunately, for fortunately for some, unfortunately for others, that's the society that we live in right now. Mm-hmm. So if you're not consistently hot or hot in the moment, you're not going to get much. Right. And with Monique, she's not consistently because most of the drama overshadows her talent and some of this stuff she may have to own may not have to own this bit this depends on how you know what side of the table you're on but right. i mean from how she handled the precious stuff mm-hmm. the academy awards um you know getting blackballed by hollywood's right. you know strongest again whether or not fair or not fair but all that happening leading up to netflix that's what they're looking at yes Sorry. That's why I'm like, you know, I feel like if she just would have been like, you know what, all right, 500, maybe some type of negotiation, maybe would have walked out with a, a little middle, bit more, maybe, maybe right, middle. at the least, yeah. I mean, at the most, excuse me. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I was like, you know, if she would have took it, that would have been the comeback right there. Yeah. But now we're in this situation. She's filed a discrimination lawsuit, and we'll have to see how this happens. I yeah. mean, like, especially because, and she's filed it saying, you know, that she's, you know, discrimination against black people and also the fact that she's a woman. She probably had a stronger chance with, of a woman with color because mm-hmm. we can't turn a blind eye to the comedians that are getting big paydays on Netflix. Number one, Dave Chappelle. Yes, number one. Um, the deals from women producers mm-hmm. uh, such as Ava DuVernay, right? Right, Regina King, King also has projects on Netflix. Uh, Shonda well. Rhimes. Yeah. Her, they, they gave her a whole freaking office and with a window. <laughs> with a window. Uh, so... <laughs> Ugh. Right, yeah. So, and not to mention, Netflix just bought the rights to Beverly Hills Cop with Eddie, Eddie Murphy. Murphy yeah, so it's like, so, can, no, it could, could it just be you? It could be. Mm, maybe so you're we'll, the problem, right? We'll see. We'll see what happens. And, yeah, we shall see. Um, on a higher note, congratulations to Alicia Keys, who will be hosting the sixty-second annual Grammy Awards. Yes, great. Um, She's a Grammy Award winner herself, so congrats mm-hmm. to her. Um, I think she did all right last year. I just want a little bit more energy this year, honestly, from me speaking. Yeah. she w- It was just kind of bland. Slow-mo. To me. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a little slow-mo. It took a while to pick up. But. Yeah. <laughs> She's nervous speaking. I realized when, she, when yeah. she won her very first Grammy, I remember being very awkward because she's just very uncomfortable, I think, public mm-hmm. speaking. Mm-hmm. And that's and it's very interesting, right? Yeah. Everyone's got their skills. Everyone's got their talents. That is true. Yep. Yeah. It's funny that you speak of that, like, just something that happened earlier this week, like, the whole Summer Walker and her social mm. anxiety and wanting to quit her tour. Yeah. And, like, people coming at her from that. And I was just kind of like, you know, you can have a talent and still be awkward. Right, <laughs> like, right. Like, right. it's okay to, you know, like, you know, want to showcase your talent. But, you know, if she has that anxiety and, like, all of that weirds her out, mm-hmm. let her just put out her albums and, and 
collect, you collect, know, like, collect, uh, yeah, you uh, know, I don't know. People just come hard at people sometimes. And it's like, I am a human. Mm-hmm, so I'm going to be uncomfortable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I, I go through these things as well. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but to wrap up the sparks on a sad note, um, mm-hmm. uh, in a very terrible note. So there was another school shooting. Um, this time in Santa Clarita, California, at Saugus High School, which is, it was another high school. Um, and it's, uh, it, it's just, it's crazy. It's crazy that it's the norm. And I had, um, so I, you know, I pretty much like watched and, you know, read and still keeping up on it because new things are developing. The gunman is in custody. They're like, okay. yeah, okay. Um, but he like tried to kill himself, but it didn't work because they're like working on him for him to stay alive, but he mm. is in custody. Okay. Um, so like one thing that I thought was interesting, so there have been, so it's been 46 weeks. We're 46 mm. weeks. We're in November. It's almost the end of the mm. year crazy um but what's even crazier is that there have been 44 shootings in 46 weeks yeah basically two bye weeks Mm -hmm. like (laughs) two two weeks off two weeks off right and that is just like i don't that is just very crazy like it's like you know like other countries like they have like wars and like you know like things like in politics like that and then it's like the thing with America is our thing is school shootings school and shooting. gun control. Right. And I'm, and I'm starting to wonder, like, is it really? Like, is it mental health as much as it is gun control? Like, I don't... I struggle with that, too. But I'm also looking at if anyone gets angry enough or mm-hmm. bothered enough to kill a person with a gun. Yeah. Isn't that already stating that there's a problem with you? Mm-hmm. I, I find it interesting when people talk about the fact that it, you know, it's, you know, you know mental health and guns, is, mm-hmm. you know, not related. This is just a hate crime. This is a, but think about it. If I hate something or someone enough that I will take a life, right, and feel justified in my beliefs of doing so, doesn't that already just by definition just make me insane, crazy? Because you're because you're killing I me. Mean, you're killing someone, and you think you're right. For doing so, right. Like you said, taking a life. You're taking a life. You're not beating up someone because Mm -hmm. in the heat of the moment, you're taking something that you know will end their life done. Right. So I always, I I personally believe that it's all related, it's all connected, Mm -hmm. and that we need to look into both avenues. Mm -hmm. We need to make sure that we start looking at mental health as not just uh, something to keep hush-hush, but as serious as someone getting a a yearly, you know, doctor's appointment. Right, yes. You know what I mean? That we need to take that that, that seriously. That's... You know what? That's actually like a good idea. Yeah. Like, you know, you should get your physical. Yeah. And then also with your, you know, your physical, you should get like a mental physical as well. Mental physical. For the year. That is, yeah. Because like, it's, it's, it should it's be required. Mind, right. Is our mind not just as important as our heart? Because guess what? If you let the, the pressures of life get, o- get on you mm-hmm. and you go like banana, you know, ape shit type of like, blah, yeah. You know that's that's a bad thing. Right, that's a bad thing. <laughs> you don't that's never cool. want it to get to that. You yeah, don't want to get to that point. point. So I think every all of us carry uh, an issue that we need addressing. Even mm-hmm. if you feel you can handle it, yeah. Sometimes it just takes one more issue, and then you can't anymore. Right. So why not on a regular basis? You know, look at people as crazy as you look at them when they say you haven't been to the doctor in ten years. What? what? Right, dude, go get checked out. Yeah. And there's Same definitely thing. places to do so. Yep. Um, it's also this is the second thing that I thought about. Um, 
And so, like, earlier, uh, did you see the commercials about, like, school shootings from, like, it was it was a mm. Sandy Hook organization. But basically, the commercial was, mm. you know, it was like a back-to-school commercial. And kids are like, oh, I got these pencils, and this will help me with this. And it's like, oh, I got these uh, headphones, and this will help me to get the sound out. And, like, after, you know, the actor says that line, it's like gunshots go off. And so it's like this school shooting is going off during this back-to-school commercial. And the kids are talking about how they have these new pair of socks and she's like i got these new pair of socks they can help to stop the bleeding and then in the last scene wow. is this girl and she's like i just got a cell phone and it helps me get i'm getting chills right now talking about it and she's just like you know i got a cell phone it's it'll help me keep in touch with my mom and she like sends a text that says i love you mom and like the shooter walks in the bathroom and like when i first saw that commercial that was my exact Tough. i was like oh mm. this is a lot That's like a lot. You all are showing this. And I don't know if it's because I have streaming service or what, but, like, I saw it a lot. Okay, <laughs> like, okay. I saw it a lot. And now with this last shooting that has happened and just hearing the different students talking about how, you know, we've had drills, you know, during school. You know, yeah. we've been told to just run and how everybody came together. And it was just kind of like... Mm-hmm. It's crazy how necessary that commercial was. It's very, it's, it's very true. I, I, yeah. it, it, it broke my heart when I found out my son, mm. who's in uh, now in first grade, they now have active shooting drills. In Sim- the first grade? Actually, they, they taught them in kindergarten. Wow. So similar to how when I was in school, it would be about fire drills. And I think the deepest it got was during the Gulf War. So mm-hmm. it was a bit. So uh, <laughs> during the Gulf War... We had to have drills where we were in the hallways and we had to put our heads down in case somebody dropped the bomb. And this was oh. ten this was ten years before nine eleven, so it was like no one was ever gonna do this to right. us. <laughs> but like well, that's necessary. Um but yeah, when they had to do active drill shooting, so they were like, We have to and I t- asked my son, like, so what's an active drill shooting? If the gunman is coming towards me, I have to act all crazy and move around like, you know, so that he can't get a good shot at me. This is like what our kids are going through right now. Based upon the the life we live, and at Columbine, I was in high school myself, and wow. that was just like, wow, so kids got shot at Columbine. What? But now it's just like everyday thing. Yeah, active, yeah, kids are getting active shooting drills now. That is crazy. That's that not is commercial crazy. is not that far off. Right, right. So, um, so that is the world that we're mm. living in right now, mm-hmm. and you know, especially like with this impeachment stuff and just <sighs> all the craziness in government, you know. To see what's going to happen next, especially, like, what they're going to do about these school shootings and everything, yeah. I'm just interested in it all. Mm-hmm. Um, but but that's what it is. Those are the sparks. Um, but now we're going to move into the poor, which is which is better. So we're actually going to step into the land of Waterview, Ooh, Maryland. Waterview. Yes. Waterview, Maryland. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking toll booth with the creator and the director. The, the derider because you like are the director the and the writer i like that i'm a derider <laughs> derider <laughs> respect for some respect on that derider yes but 
for those who have not seen this awesome web series, please tell us a little bit about it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Toll Booth is about the characters um, in the fictional coastal town of Waterview, Maryland. It's a coastal town outside of Baltimore, Maryland. <laughs> and it's like a soap opera. They deal with, you know, tragedies, love, backstabbing, <laughs> all that great stuff we love makes our lives feel a lot better. So, yeah, yes. we like to see other people struggle. <laughs> uh, but, right. Yeah, but everyone's got a toll to pay. So, what I love about it is that we've made it that every character, even the villains, they are paying a toll in life, which is why they are acting the way that they're acting. Mm. So each person, each cast, each character that's on the canvas, there has to be, okay, so what is this toll mm -hmm. that this character is paying as to the inspiration as to why they're behaving the way they're behaving? So that's where people always go, so what's Toll Booth about? You know, what's Toll Booth mean? Yeah. You're paying your tolls. It's a play on words. I, I like so that. it's a toll booth, which was um, created by our uh, the creator of the show. She created a short story called Toll Booth mm. about um, the tolls that this young woman paid between the last time she saw her her the love of her life and when she met him again years later at the toll booth. Mm -hmm. So all the tolls that they both have played wow. led them to this moment, and that was like the spark you know, um, to lead towards the series. Wow. So how did you all come together? Did you yeah. like work together before? Yeah, we worked together, um, in customer service as supervisors. Okay. And you know, in between the day, you got to do something. Gotcha. It's, it's coffee and talking. <laughs> and so we sat next to each other and I'm, I'm a writer and, um, she's a writer. I used to hunter mm -hmm. and, um, she was writing and, um, she was just had come out with a book called purge and bless. It's on Amazon. Okay. Uh, so she was telling me about another short story that she that didn't make the final cut to this book mm -hmm. that she had out, a, a book of all short stories. And I'm like, now that's a story. Yeah. And I just started having all these ideas. So we left it alone. Year and a half later, I said, can I develop that short story we talked about back in the day? Can I develop that into like a web series? And she said, yes. And... That was the beginning. Yeah. That now, was the beginning. Now, before Toll Booth, you yeah. were directing film. Yes. Right? Yeah. I've okay. always directed film, even currently. But mm -hmm. but then, that's all I did. This was my first time doing a web series. Yeah. So, yeah. what made you want to get into doing a, doing a web series? Well, I saw that's where things were mm -hmm. really heading. Mm -hmm. um, there was a few that I followed online about a year prior to this coming to my attention. Okay. And I was like, okay, web series. Okay, didn't really know much about it. <laughs> um, the only one that I really knew in the area that people were talking to me about was uh, Anacostia, yeah. of course, because that's like the pride of this area and beyond. It's like, wow, mm -hmm. you know, you can do it, you know, yourself. And I'm like, okay. And so I decided, well, let's turn, turn this. At first, we were going to do it as a movie. And I said, let this be my next movie. You know, I thought, Love Jones meets Dawson's Creek. How about? <laughs> um, but then I was like, ah, no, I just felt that... For some reason, there was something that was in my mind that kept telling me these characters got more to say for, yeah. than just for 90 minutes. Yes. So it needs to be like, so I followed that voice and just decided to make it into a web series. Yeah. yeah. And and for like with this, the seasons, like mm. for a web series, because you are working on your third season right yes. now. Yeah. yeah we Congratulations. Just yeah. Post-production. <laughs> now, yeah. is there like syndication because it's like you know like you know regular series like, like, TV uh, series. like five years yeah or whatever. Uh, 100 episodes or five years right. comes first yeah um yeah uh but not oh. for this 
No, but not for this. Oh, okay. Only um, this is a straight up self-produced. There's no studio attached, and so okay. normally it's the gotcha. studio that will then start giving the extra extra money on season five. Mm-hmm. So far, Toll Booth has all been self-funded, self-produced. Nice. Um, so yeah, not yet, but the goal is to get a full-time investor to buy the series, mm-hmm. uh, negotiate something where my hopes would be to keep creative control, but still have someone buy the series to continue to produce it now when you like when you're pushing for that to happen yeah um and we're gonna put that out in the universe yes we are we, you yeah. know keep talking about it uh-huh like do you just send it off to different um production companies so correct yeah so what has been like the feedback so far the feedback has been great here's <clears> the thing <throat> i i don't know really what it is it, you get to the point where i don't know what people want mm. you know you just got to continue to take uh the feedback people love it mm-hmm. people like it but there's something when we get beyond the i love it i like it i believe in you peace mm-hmm. then you don't hear from anymore right. it's like dating it's like a relationship <laughs> things are cool we talk in the same language it yeah. seems like it's good then one day the phone stopped ringing and you're like, yo, where's what's going on? Good morning text. Good? Yeah, where's my good morning text? Where's my good morning <laughs> selfie picture with a smile? Yeah. You know, the ghosted. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I, yeah, that's been experience. I'm, I'm, we're trying to get yeah. beyond that initial date, I guess you mm-hmm. should say. And clearly, I'm like to look at, okay, what can we do differently? The only thing I can definitely see that would have more of a staying impact would just be by views. Mm, gotcha, yeah. Which is why I've decided to kind of get out of my own comfort zone, which is to do more interviews, get in front of people, mm-hmm. and talk to about the show yeah. as much as I can. Because views, you know, someone told me something about a couple of months ago, uh, another investor that kind of like backed out. Mm-hmm. Um, he did say one thing, though. What? Um, he was like, high school never went out of style when it comes to what you're doing. Um. It's always the jock or the most popular girl in school, class president. Mm. Those are the things that we still do even with... you know, TV shows. So what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to go ahead and say, vote for me. I'm, <laughs> right. I'm cool. Tobus is cool. Vote for me. So <laughs> yeah. that's what we're trying to do. Yeah, that's that's very true that you say that. And that's a, yeah. a very interesting way of looking mm-hmm. at it as well. But, you know, I do feel that you are, you know, on your way to doing so, especially yeah. with the awards that you've oh, been absolutely. winning and, you know, the recognition, uh, just to name a few. Well, you actually just won one recently yeah. Yeah. from the uh, Baltimore Web. Fest for the best Baltimore series. Yes. Now that's for the whole city. That's okay. the city of B more. That's the city of B more. So how was that like? Because you, are, are you from Baltimore as well? I'm really. I'm from PG. I actually okay. grew up. I actually grew up like uh, 25 minutes from here. Okay. So it's like I'm from PG County. Mm-hmm. Moved to Baltimore when I got married. Gotcha. Um, okay. And it's been putting down production roots here uh, in, in Baltimore. But yeah, it felt great. Uh, because what I'm looking for is crossover, uh, uh, you know, ability. Mm-hmm. I think that another date that I went on to get uh, <laughs> investors, <laughs> they was like, well, does, is it is it diverse enough? I thought the show was diverse, but yeah, this apparently was... Yeah, because you do have characters all, like, from the Rainbow all spectrum, Coalition. Right, yeah. um, but this particular investor felt that it wasn't diverse enough. So mm-hmm. that's, that's why I didn't get a return phone call. We broke up. So gotcha. that didn't work on that one. Mm-hmm. But what I liked about the Baltimore Web Festival is that the judges panel where it's run is completely different than the folks from the Capital City Web Awards mm-hmm. where we won over the summer. Yes. So I was thinking to myself while I was waiting in, at the in the, the awards ceremony, I was like, if we get this for Baltimore, 
with like a different type of pool. When I saw the audience who showed up for the screening, who were like responding to the humor mm-hmm. and the drama. Yes. If we win this, I said, okay, I think, wow, we have crossover appeal. Yeah. And so when they announced it for best Baltimore web series, I was like, <laughs> crossover appeal. <laughs> so I, I was just like, that's what the lasting effect mm-hmm. on my mind was. Wow. Crossover appeal. Yeah. Yeah. Now, as a speaking of which, and you know, like you were just saying with having both drama and comedy, is it difficult writing for them at the same damn time? Mm. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's not really because this is really me. I okay. always say that my stuff is dramedy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Dramedy. It's mm-hmm. like um, the jokester in me and the serious dude in me. Like sometimes we have a collision course. So mm. it's just me just writing. Yeah. Uh, so I find I have healthy balance. And what helps really is having that character or characters who can serve as that void, uh, to, you know, to, to give that comedy or to give that drama, depending on how you feel. Mm-hmm. So I always make sure I have a character yes. that serves as the comedic relief. And especially this season coming up, it's just so much drama. Mm-hmm. You, you need to rely on those characters to <laughs> give you that wusama. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, season two has ended and you have began season three. So mm-hmm. what uh, changes or, you know, what can we expect yeah. With season three of Tobu. Because we are ready. You ready? Okay. First of all, to get our calendars set, yeah. when is it dropping? It dro- it's dropping April 1st. April 1st. And it's another April Fool's joke. And don't be no fool and about no, it. No, don't be no fool about <laughs> it. It is April, yes. April 1st. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Um, and what you can expect on this one is it's going to run like a film. Each episode hmm. is going to be a feature, like a short Okay. All connected like it's always been, but the the visual, the tone is a little bit darker. And, and mm. I, what I can tell you about it, it centers around a tornado, oh. a storm. Um, and just for those who didn't grow up near water and don't know, <laughs> if you live by water and there's a tornado on its way, mm-hmm. God help you. And so... Um, nobody is safe. Mm, that's exciting. Yep, that's all that I'll say. Exciting. Yeah, no one is safe this year. So how was it, you know, um, because I did see that you brought on new characters. Yeah. So how was that environment, like, when you bring on new characters with the old cast? Like, is it ever, like... Mm any tension or anything or like hmm. who's the new girl yeah, like, hope i kill her off like. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no. you know what everyone is is really cool okay, this season has good. been real it's been really nice i think this season coming off of season two mm-hmm. it's been a lot easier to find new new talent in the oh, areas okay. and also they're just it seems like they're just happy to <laughs> to work yeah and, and that's always a good feeling to have people that are just happy to work and do a good job mm-hmm. yeah. now like when you do go search for talents like are you like looking for experienced actors or like it depends on what the, it is. The, okay. It depends does, on what it is. Does the role take part into that as well? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, if we're looking for like, um, there were three new actors that I was definitely looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in, and you know, I they had substantial lines. Okay, maybe, and some of those roles actually were going to go ahead and transition into the fourth season. Okay. So they had to be good. So that was. <laughs> You got people throwing their name, hat in the ring, and and that's all well and good. But one thing I'll tell to anybody that's looking to get into anything, Mm -hmm. have a reel. 
um, the days of saying, I don't have a real, I'm just getting my real together. Nah, because, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you can get something like what you have here, a like light ring. You can get that on Amazon and you can put your cell phone <laughs> right there on the light ring. And you can do your, you can do a, 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 a audition tape, a right. self tape, and then just pass that out. You don't have to. So to answer your question, I'm not looking for you to have done X amount of web series or X amount of film. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that. Are you capable of doing what I need this character to do? Gotcha. gotcha. So do a monologue. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of the the people that I brought on this season, uh, Mia Spite, who is is new to Toll Booth this season, I didn't cast her because of her demo reel. Matter of fact, I cast her because she did this monologue on Instagram. As I'm scrolling, and I saw this monologue on Instagram, I, I double tapped it because <laughs> I was feeling it. Yeah, and yeah. I kept her in mind when I was writing this role. Wow. So have something yeah yeah especially yeah. At, at during this time yeah now when it came to putting yourself into the series <laughs> yeah yes mm-hmm. uh now how was that something that you wanted to do or was it kind of like uh-oh there's an actor shortage um yeah <laughs> <laughs> was well, funny so the the basis of the show was mm-hmm. to get our main the main cast member uh one of the main cast members uh maya caldwell yes. played by honor drew to get her a love interest. Mm. We ended up having issue with one of the actors that so couldn't do the love interest part anymore. So gotcha. I, we revisited, you know, everything. Mm-hmm. Then we brought we then we upped Perseverance <laughs> Isaac, who plays Jackson, uh-huh. to be that love interest. And then you look at it and say, you know what? I just don't think it's there. I like him better <laughs> with this person. I like him better going back and forth with Kim and an mm-hmm. ex-wife. They got better chemistry. I just didn't feel the chemistry between, yeah. you know. So I said, well, let me go ahead and do it. I, I like acting. Love acting. Okay. And so I said, let me put myself in there because also at the time, it was a matter of budget. Mm. So we needed, and so yeah, we needed another actor because <laughs> I wasn't feeling the chemistry with the with this actor. Wasn't feeling the chemistry with this actor. I felt he was better served somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I need another actor. Yeah, but I didn't have the budget, so <laughs> right. I come cheap. Looks in the mirror like, like hmm, I could do it. I can do it. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Read lines. So, yes, let's you see. look amazing. Tonight. Right, perfect. <laughs> so I casted myself in, in in the role, and I've had fun just developing him. And again, where he's going this year is, mm. is ex- exciting as well again because the tone is darker right and so to see him go through these changes it's, it's, it's fun it's fun to play now is it like is it hard directing yourself you know what yeah. i mean because you're going like you're jumping in stepping back you know what i mean like, honestly it's not i because I, it's all about preparation mm. it's never too hard to direct yourself as long as you're pre- just like you should be prepared anyway so right i live <laughs> with it um saturday through uh you know mon you know friday mm-hmm. i can cont- i continually work on the show know what i want to do what i want to look like so it's funny i could be in an argument or a kissing scene mm-hmm. and i'm just like okay now cut all right now right. you know and it's like, like okay <laughs> you know i can snap right out of it because it's got to be I, I, in my mind i know where i want the angles to be it's all about preparation yes yeah it's all about that yeah well definitely doing a good job at that but i, I don't know i just feel like it would be 
I don't like a lot of thought process. Probably just me. Well, looking I'm at very... yourself now, looking at yourself, right? You're wondering, like, you no, know, for me, I know, like, okay, if I'm know about the film, or I got like 30 days to get like in good camera shape. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Gotta make sure when I look at my face is not like you know, you know, too Mr. Clump. Um. But that's that's the only thing for me, really, yeah. is just making sure that I don't do certain things. It's like another actor mm-hmm. because oh, I don't like why why do I always make that face. Like I'm so I'm conscientious of that this season. Yes, you know little things like that but other outside of the directing piece no yeah i expect as much from me as i expect from my actors now is there like do the actors ever have like opportunity to direct certain episodes you know we do haven't we haven't done, done that yet no? yeah and okay. i see a, a, like like other series have done like out there in the universe mm-hmm. i have not at this point um right now i just feel that i haven't established the show gotcha my main goal so much is about being an invest getting an investor Mm -hmm. and getting this show uh to a point where it's being paid for Mm -hmm. but i i i I don't want to give that part of it to anybody just just yet yeah writing though um it's good for other people to write it okay Okay. yeah we've we've brought in uh right now it's just uh me um, I, uh, this season was just me writing it, mm-hmm. but Aisa Hunter, the creator, mm-hmm. um, we wrote last season, so season two, okay. um, and we came up with a story arc for the whole season three. Mm-hmm. So that, I'm always open the doors to anyone who wants to, you know, take a shot at writing, gotcha. you know, that's something we definitely could, you know, look at. That's sweet. That's what's up. Now, you know, because, you know, doors get slammed and, mm-hmm. you know, that's a part of life. But it's also a part of growth and, you know, how you keep inspired and moving. So what, you know, keeps you inspired or who if it is a person? Oh, um, the end inspires me. So Mm. um, fear mixed with determination. So when you get that together, um, you get my inspiration because it's never a situation where I want to wait to the end of my life and see that I let things pass. I, mm. I tell this story a lot um, about my dad who passed away back in 2015. Mm-hmm. And um, a month before he passed away, we were having conversations about his life. He was being very vocal. We were talking about his life. Mm-hmm. And basically, he was telling me about all the things he wanted to do. He was a uh, very smart man, a doctor, wow. uh, psychologist. And he wanted to be a professor, but he talked himself out of it because he didn't feel he had the qualifications, but he had all the qualifications. Mm. So he just started talking to me a lot of things he wished he didn't do. And it just that to me, I would say it was probably the last gift my dad gave me because it was like, at the end of your life, you're never going to be concerned with the things you did do. You're only going to be concerned about things you didn't do. Mm-hmm. He didn't say, man, um, I got that doctorate. Man, that's terrible. I studied all those hours to get this doctor. <laughs> Who does that? No one does that. It's, right. it's only going to be your regrets. Yeah. So I'm motivated by the fact that I don't want that end to be filled with regret. I definitely want to, you know, leave and go to the next level, transition to like, man, I died on empty. Like I did everything I set out to do. I did. So yeah. that's really what motivates me. That's what's up. Now, how do you keep your cast motivated? Because mm. when you have... <laughs> Good question. You know, individuals who, you know, when you bring people in to your vision and to Mm. your project, you know, and they don't see it as quickly or, you know, it's like, no, but I, especially when you have a series, it's like, I can't just switch my. Yeah. You can't do an Aunt Viv. Right. (laughs) You can't do an Aunt Viv. 
<laughs> can't do that. No. So how do you keep your cast motivated? Because that's, you know, that's from a different standpoint. Yeah. Mm. I think it's a mixture of two things. Um, the first thing is them having to believe in you and your vision. Mm-hmm. Because, um, like I may mention, like at the Capital City Web Awards, I may mention that the first season we had some challenges. Mm. And we were getting hit all on the internets. Because mm. uh, the internets don't love nobody. They, they're terrible. They're terrible. They will... Fry your ass, yeah, so okay? you better come like, correct all the way. Um, so we were getting a hit from them, and mm. I saw not only the, the potential, but I also saw our area of opportunity. But it was funny that nobody on the cast, the, who I call the core four, those who have been there from day one, yeah, they didn't say any of this to me in my face. Mm. But once we got better. Oh, everybody was vocal. Yeah, <laughs> that thing right there, that was... I said, all y'all all y'all kept that to yourself. <laughs> so, but I think what kept them around, the core four, and they mm-hmm. didn't say, like, deuces after season one, I really truly believe it was a belief in me and how I manage a set and how I manage. I treat people well. They get paid on time. Even if it's a little bit, you get that little bit right, on time. Right. You don't have to come. Um, your IMDB pages, you know, I put the still toll booths on, you know, little things like that. Now, yeah. that's how you... People who don't know you from Adam. Mm-hmm. That's how you get them motivated to come back for those glorious moments. Right, right. Now, when you hit those glorious moments, oh, everybody came back. Of course. Like, now everybody's motivated, which is a is good that, thing. Yeah, like, now, do you, are you, like, do you ever, like, make them grovel a little bit, like, hmm, kiss the ring? No. No? no okay. Because no, you got, because then it goes back to point one. The way you handle a set, the way you you still gotta stay humble. Got true. Um, yeah. I, but I, and I think we all have now a horse in the race mm. because there were times where, and this is and, and this is no lie, there were times in the past where you get questions of, okay, how many scenes we got left? Because in a web series, it can be a long time. Yeah, so um, because it's it's not your typical. It's like your typical, but not non sag because this is like a non sag project. Mm-hmm. So you got people who like you know how many shoots you know how many shots we got left, or you can tell that the actors are tired. Yeah, and, they, and they're ready to like, all right, let's let's move. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised. Um, first ep- season three. Mm-hmm. I was surprised that we were going beyond five. And normally in the past, I've let people go at five. Five is a cutoff point. If it ain't five, that means we're going to have to do... No. I have people staying until seven. Nice. Not that you want to take advantage of that. Because there were some days we had some great days where we got done. Boom. <laughs> yeah. But on those days that we were late, mm-hmm. I realized, yo, nobody has complained. Right. And this person has had a lot of suggestions about their character growth. <laughs> So I'm like, yo, let's tell y'all, y'all, y'all invested. So yeah. it's like, it's one of those things where they feel like it's invested. Yeah. They're invested in the project. So that is what comes after the success. Mm-hmm. So to recap, the beginning it's got to be you. Yeah. Because a lot of people say, I came back because of you. You treated us well. Boom, boom. Mm-hmm. You know. Then the next phase is, okay, what can you do with it? You get those accolades. You get those. Because once people say, oh, okay, so it's not just my mama who digs this. <laughs> right, then right. they're invested as well. And this year, everyone felt like they were invested. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Season three. Now, yes. have you ever, like been a fly on the wall like while someone was talking about Tolbooth. Yeah. Like where and they didn't know that the director is like in the room with them or standing behind them. Yeah, it was funny. What I happened? went to a restaurant the other day mm-hmm. and someone came up to me and was like, Tolbooth guy <laughs> You know what I mean? But not like the Jesse Some Smallette thing. Like Empire guy. I don't Sorry. want y'all to get 
I don't want y'all to get this has a happy ending, okay? Because that when I said that, I was like, I hope that people, you know, like Empire guy. <laughs> Here no. comes the news. Yeah, no. Uh, but yeah, Tollbooth. Yeah, okay. And this was and this was in um, Owens Mills. I was at mm. Bar Owens Mills this week. That happened, and then. While someone was on the set, mm-hmm. they I, I heard them talking to somebody saying, "Oh, I gotta get a picture with the stars. I can't, believe, you know, I'm on the set." And I didn't put two and two together because I still, and this is what I'm working on. You know, mm-hmm. we all got personal growth, but what I'm working on is yeah. seeing it the way other people see it. Because all I continue to look at is the grind that I'm not where I'm at at my goal. Yeah, but I am at my first goal, but I'm just not at my ultimate goal for this show. Right. So when right. people say that, I just let it go over my head. And then one of the actors said, "No, they were talking about us. They were talking about the show. Excuse me. Um, mm-hmm. And because it was a oh, blessing, they you. were talking about the show because they're like." Excuse me, sorry. <laughs> that, that did it. Yes. And they were talking about the show mm-hmm. because they were like, this this show is known in the area and I'm excited to be on the set. Wow. And I can't believe I'm here. And then the last one was we had someone come in to do a read. Uh-huh. They drove one of the cast members over to do a uh, table read for another project we were doing. And he's like, oh, this is Maya's house. This is Maya's <laughs> house. This is my house. So, oh, this is Maya's house. Okay, <laughs> and they kept looking around the house like, "Oh, this is a, like this is like a real set. Like you, you on the back lot." So that's pretty cool. That is so this is, awesome. This is Maya's house. Okay, Maya, so this is where she was arguing. And yeah, this. Oh yeah, because her. Oh, oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, this is cool. This is cool. <laughs> you start talking to me about all his favorite episodes. So that's that's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. I mean, if you all mm. haven't like gotten on web series yet, you definitely mm. should. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I was introduced to them because of the capital uh capital city web awards which is where you won for best ensemble yeah. uh you had one of your cast members win for best actress yeah. uh best writing yeah. <laughs> which is <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> and also best series right amazing yeah. um and then so you all should definitely get on web series because it's it draws you in just as if yeah. you know if it is something that is SAG, uh, yeah, uh, produced or you know we don't want to make it look cheap. We yeah, we want to make it look like you wouldn't you wouldn't know. Yeah, and it's like yeah. a storyline and everything. Like it's it's amazing, and you're doing incredible incredible work. Uh, thank you. Um, and then also, I just saw the Rome Independent Film Festival. Yeah, Prisma. Uh, Prisma. Prima yeah. yeah. International Award. Right. We were a special uh, selection for that. That's... Yeah. So, so, wow. Yeah. Amongst great names and because I think Anacostia got to the final round. I'm not exactly sure what ended up happening then, but, mm-hmm. you know, Toll Booth, I mean, we ended up to getting be, a special right. selection. I mean, Wow. Yeah, because no. I, I feel like, you know, and it, and when you said that, you know, uh, you know, you never really think about it because you're just on set and you're, you know, you're in your moment and yeah. you're doing your thing. But it's like, you know, when you are selected for an award like that, right? Yeah. And like there's somebody on the panel who's like, hmm, tall booth, huh? Right. And it's like. Now they're, you know, informed yeah. about what it is. So it's just like everything goes up. So it's... Yeah. Then the viewership will always goes up after these awards. Yes. Because especially if we get like a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think with the Baltimore Web Awards, not only did we win that one, but then we found out we were a special selection nominated uh, for an award for the Miami Web Festival. Uh-huh. So it's like when you like, okay, so what is this show? After each one of those awards, <laughs> then I look on our uh, Total Booth the Series on YouTube mm-hmm. and it's like... 
okay, we're getting closer to a thousand, y'all. Right. All right, for subscribers, that yes. is. So it's like, okay, and that's what the game is. That's what the goal is. Right, yeah. definitely. Now, are you, like, would you ever want to stream Tobu, like, on, you know, something Amazon, like Amazon? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um, absolutely. And uh-huh. that, and um, just a little, my here, here first, there's a little thing we're looking into. Okay, Can't sweet. say too much right now because, you know, but that is right, something that, yeah. right, we are um, looking into and hopefully, you know, for season three, that will be the beginning of another chapter mm-hmm. for Tollbooth. So, now, because you mentioned earlier something that I caught, you mentioned season four. So, you already know. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's so what's up. I, I, I love that. I've outlined up until <laughs> five. Nice. Yeah, so five years definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like to call this season coming up, season three, is our halftime. Okay. So between five and six. Nice. And I've outlined um, myself. This is before, you know, of course, I meet up with um, Aisa. We kind of compare notes and see, okay, where do we want to go? Mm-hmm. But for the streamlined development of it, I, I pretty much know what it's going to be like for five and and or six. That's what's up. Yeah. So, you you said it earlier. You're in post production. Yeah. For season three of Tobu. That's right. Um, which is coming April first, twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. No fool. This is serious. That's right. It's no joke. No joke. <laughs> so now, Derek Lewis. Greg, mm-hmm. what are you working on now? Yes, uh, what I'm working on is um, Letters from Sam, mm-hmm. uh, my feature film. I got the, yes. the, the official T-shirt. T-shirts on deck, um, yes. Um, so the official T-shirt I got on right now. Uh, but Letters from Sam is what I'm working on currently, the screenplay. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also, not the screenplay, the screenplay is already done. And, <laughs> and the film is in post-production. Yes. Um, so Letters from Sam is in post-production. Um, it's due out at the end of the year. Uh, so we'll be entering, thank you so much. We'll be entering the festival run at the end of the year, starting Mm -hmm. to put things out there. I'm hoping to do like a private little screening with, uh, those that matter and some people in the media. Hopefully you can come through and have like a closed, uh, little like preview of it. Um, so that's coming out um, at the end of the year. And I'm also working on a novel based on letters from Sam, um, and, uh, screenplay called the wedding detour. Wow. So I really want to get it back into my writing. At the, at the core, that's who I am, mm-hmm. is a writer. Yeah. Um, and I'm really going to get back into that um, during this hiatus of Tollbooth. Okay. <laughs> uh, so whenever I can find, in between editing, whenever I can find like a branch of time, that's what I'll be doing. But, nice. But a big project, yep, is definitely um, Letters from Sam. Nice. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you so much. That is amazing. I'm excited now. Yeah. Please let me know when oh. when the, you know, the screening is. Yes. I I definitely love to come, you know, and congratulations on all that you are doing and, and what you have coming from is like, do you ever just like take a second, you know, pour a little glass or, you know, just sit back and just be like, because you also just got a master's as well right. <laughs> on top of all of your directing and everything. I am, you know what, to tell you the truth, this year, at, uh, during this time of the year, like I'm taking yeah. a break from Tollbooth mm-hmm. um, until January and then we're hitting it hard with yeah. getting these episodes ready for April. But for the next couple of weeks, I am, I'm just taking some time out just to let it all in because mm-hmm. it's been a whirlwind yeah. of great stuff. I mean, you're just coming off, uh, I'm coming off a three months um, filming Tollbooth season three, so it is, it is a time of reflection. Yeah, and because uh, this has been a goal of mine for mm-hmm. a long time, and to see it happen for me, my friend Aisa, and for the cast, it's just been amazing. 
Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Definitely going to be looking out for all that you have to come. All right. All right. Now, before we wrap up and yeah. get where we can find you, we're going to do some random AF questions. Oh, random AF Okay, gotcha. <laughs> Here you go. All righty. Now, mm. do you have your, since we were talking about Netflix earlier, mm. do you have your own Netflix account or are you an avatar? Oh, avatar. <laughs> I do, thanks to my wife. She's very, <laughs> she's very organized, and she set one up for herself, me, and for the kids. Shout out to Mrs. Gray. Boom. We appreciate people like you. Yes. Because I'm an avatar myself. I would be an avatar <laughs> to this day, not for my wife. To I feel that date. life. Yeah, <laughs> to this day. Now, it's getting cold outside, so are you drinking tea, or are you like hot chocolate coffee type of guy? I am a coffee type of guy, okay. um, but in the morning, mm-hmm. when I want that little, you know, it's cold outside, I, I do like the marshmallows and the hot chocolate. I like to go back to my youth yes. and, I, and, you know, regress a little bit. <laughs> a little Swiss miss. Yes. <laughs> um, what's one mission on your bucket list? Ooh, mission on my bucket list. Yeah. Ooh. Well, right now, my mission on my bucket list is to get a Daytime Emmy Award. Hey, mm-hmm. I like that. That's the mission on my bucket list. There it is. And it yeah. can definitely happen. Yeah, I, I definitely receive that. Will I receive that. Happen. Yes. And last, because I have to ask everyone, spark or pour? Ooh, pour. Pour. Yeah. What kind what you pour? Oh man, when I'm pouring, ooh. Oh, my cast members will appreciate this. I'm introduced to a new drink. Uh-huh. Called, I'll get it right, an old fashioned. Oh yes. Now, oh, it was yeah. so new to me. I used to call it an old man, an old woman. <laughs> it's like, oh, like an old man, please. And they were looking at you like, what? That's why the cast is, uh, <laughs> you know, all you know, laughing at me. Uh, but yeah, old fashioned. I was like, it, it got you for a little bit. But then you're like, all right, this is all right. Yeah. Yeah, so that's my new, that's my new uh, 2019, 2020 winter time, especially. Yes. Drink. Gotta love that. It gets you there. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Yes. Well, Derek Lewis Gray, thank you so much for yeah. stopping by the Sparks and Pours podcast. For people to keep up with you, to keep up with your movies, Toll Booth, everything, please. Where can we follow, website, all of that good stuff, please. Perfect. Yes. Um, for Toll Booth. Look us up on YouTube, Tollbooth the Series on YouTube, Tollbooth the Series. Um, also, to um, get the updates on all my new projects coming up, please take a look at my website. It's uh, DerekLGray.com. Woo! There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you follow. Take heed to the message. Make sure you catch up on Tollbooth the web series because it is coming out April 1st, 2020. You don't want to be caught behind, okay? Because we're on season three now, so... We're giving you time. Right. <laughs> ample. Ample time to catch up, okay? Right. Because it's going to be lit April 1st, 2020. Also, make sure you look out for Letters from Sam coming at the end of the year. Yes. Yes, yes. You're going into 2020 with a bang. Boom. Boom. Yeah. There it is. Right. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Sparks and Pours podcast. Follow us on all social media at Sparks and Pours. Follow me, Jaleesa Dove, at Jaleesa Bald. That's J-A-L-I-S-A-B-A-L-D. And make sure you subscribe on whatever streaming site you are on so you can stay up to date with the Sparks and Pores podcast. Once again, thank you so much for tuning in. Derek Lewis Gray, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Yes. Thank and you. as always, find your spark and pour yourself into it. I'll holla at you later. Boom.